me feel like I'm a part of something bigger. My favorite business show. Hands down the best B2B sales and marketing podcast. The ultimate resource for salespeople. George makes me want to conquer local. An authentic entertainer. Conquer Local with Vendasta. Here's George Leaf. It's another edition of the Conquer Local podcast. Joining us this week, Jackie Cook is the Chief Strategy Officer of Vendasta. We've been getting a lot of questions around what was the birth of the Conquer Local Academy? What was the birth of this community concept where we have the podcast, we have the conference, we have now this resource called the Academy, and then forums, a place for partners to go and ask questions. We're going to bring in Jackie. She's responsible for this at an executive level in the organization, and uh, we're going to drill her. We're going to ask a whole bunch of questions around what problem were we trying to solve, and I think that will really help our listeners understand what the resource of the Concord Local community and the various modules are and how you might be able to use that to benefit your organization. Jackie Cook, Chief Strategy Officer of Vendasta on the Concord Local Podcast. Always like getting uh, Jackie Cook on the show, Chief Strategy Officer at Vendasta. And um, we're going to talk strategy today. And I'm I'm excited to talk about this strategy because it's something that you're super passionate about. Uh, Let's let's set the stage. The stage is you get 30,000 channel partners spread all over the world dealing with 4 million local businesses or end users. And um, sometimes it might be like herding cats. Um, So how do you build an an ecosystem where that group of channel partners feel supported? They have places where they can go to collaborate. They can, um, I I really believe that, you know, this kind of sets the stage as to what we're going to talk about today, doesn't it? Absolutely. How big of a problem is that for organizations as they start to scale and and they have this two-tiered kind of customer base that they care about? You care about the the reseller channel that you're using, and then you care about the end user. It's not that you care about one more than the other, but it really, it, it causes this, this huge pain point that needs to be solved, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think part of that too, is there's just so much more cognitive load on that. Um, you know, for customers who have a direct channel, for companies who have a direct channel, you, you teach one customer. Um, but with what we do at Vendasta, it's, um, it's learning what is, what are those best practices, then teaching those to our customers and training the trainers so that they can employ what um, what we've all learned to their customer group. So there's just so much information, um, and even hearing from our partners' feedback of you know how do we keep up and um, you know between the confines of nine to five at the hours that you're open, like I want to learn and I want to understand more. Um, but it's unrealistic to think that I can sort of be handheld when there's um, there's better tools uh, to learn and to digest some of that information. You know, the interesting thing is that the term LMS, Learning Management System, is thrown around that that uh, acronym quite a bit. Um, and one of the things that you and I've talked about over the years, wouldn't it be great to have a place where we could take 
something that we teach on an ongoing basis and make it scalable so that people could come. Because, you know, in, in the challenge that I've had where I'm training people face-to-face, and we did a lot of that work in the, in the early years, you're sitting with a group of sellers, you get to the end of a uh, lesson that you're teaching, and you go, any questions? And no one puts their hand up because you don't want to look stupid in front of your peers. It, it is typical. Um, although there are questions. So how do we put that learning motion into a place where there's a safe place for them to land to ask what they may perceive as a dumb question? Yeah, well, and I think that's the beauty of what this this academy provides is, um, you know, I've been learning lots from both Sanjay and Cal, who are instructional designers. And, you know, to think that every learner learns the same way is totally bogus. Some people like to learn by doing, and they want to dive right in and try it themselves and then ask questions when they get stuck. Some people want to understand by reading and, and you know, methodically digesting data in sort of a linear fashion. And other people want to see how it's done and watch someone do it. And so in the academy, we've incorporated elements of each uh, one of those styles. But the, the beauty in being able to take the training sort of out of the day-to-day conversations is then our team gets to be way more consultative on how to apply that knowledge. It's not just about transferring that knowledge to our partners um, because our partners are busy and they don't have, you know, eight hours a day to just sit on a phone call and go through everything soup to nuts. But those that really want to dive deep can do it on their own time at 2 a.m. on a Saturday morning if they really wanted to and spend the time to really uh, dive way deeper into concepts that are way more applicable to their business and they can apply in real life. Um, so that's what's been really exciting about this. Overused term alert. Game changer. <laughs> but I, I really believe that um, the ability for multiple users to be able to go somewhere to learn at their own pace to learn the very latest information because we we live in an industry where the world is changing under our feet. So you have to have that constant cadence, but it's a safe place. It's a place yeah. where they can go. And, you know, I want to go back to something you said. You've, you have these two individuals that you brought onto your team that are instructional designers and, and they're teachers by trade. Did you ever think you'd get to a point where you would be hiring teachers to support a uh, software company? <laughs> It's so cool, George. It's, you know, we've hired teachers, we've hired police officers, we've hired all of these um, I'm not in tech type of skill sets that are so relevant, so applicable. Um, Teaching is, you know, our VP of design, Brian Larson, uh, the master of storytelling, the master of experience, he is a teacher by trade. And I don't think that's a, you know, weird coincidence. I think that's, there's really something about being able to to communicate a concept in a way that someone understands um, in the least amount of time and friction possible. Now, I want to I want to make sure that we get some lessons from Brian on how to tell that story. I, Brian is probably one of the best storytellers that I've ever met, and and part of it is the work that he does ahead of telling the story um, mm-hmm. to to get prepped for that. But it, it is cool. I I was listening to a podcast over the weekend, and and it prompted me that. Oh, by the way, I need some budget because we need to get a uh, psychologist on our uh, sales training team to help people when they're going through a slump. Um, You've been watching it, billions again, haven't you, George? Absolutely. Like it's one of the most important people in the C-suite on that show. But you know, it's interesting. Here I am as a sales leader, used to have this lens of, no, get off your ass, go talk to customers. That's how you sell more. And then I, I, you know, we interviewed Jason Forrest a few 
um, podcast back where he talks about the fact that sales is such a mental game. I think, mm-hmm. it, you know, I'm, I'm going to misquote this, but it was something like there's no other business in the world where you get punched in the face all week long and then you have one win on a Friday and you're like, oh, this is the greatest job ever. <laughs> but the rest of the week has just been failure after failure after failure. So it, it, it's interesting as we look at the, the skill sets are needed to, to pull this whole thing together. What was the impetus or where was the analog when you were thinking about, we need an academy or we need more than just an LMS? Yeah, I think that's really important to go into, George. I'm glad you, you asked that question. There was a perfect storm of events brewing. So on one hand, um, you know, as you obviously, and, and many of the listeners know, Vendasta raised around $40 million in, in the summer of last year. And that was to accelerate the growth of our organization. Um, and what that meant is we were going to be going from about 300 to about 500 people in the span of under 12 months. Um, and so especially in the sales organization, rapid growth in bringing people on and in sales, you can't, as much as we try to systematize it and, you know, create process around it, you got to know a lot. You got to understand our customers deeply. You got to understand our, our products deeply, the market deeply, the, um, how to support our customer experience, our customer journeys. There's a lot to ingest. And, um, the biggest fear in that acceleration path was taking, um, some of our top members off the front lines uh, in order to train the next crop. And we simply couldn't do that. It, it you know, to, to decrease efficiency and attain the targets that, that come along with raising a big round like that, it just didn't make sense. And so on one hand, we had, how might we grow Vendasta um, at the pace we need to, to, to hit this next milestone? Um, at the same time, what we were noticing was that um, a certain segment of our customers as we sort of moved down market and brought on different types and segments of customers, they didn't often operate at the traditional nine to five, Monday to Friday. A lot of them were either moonlighting or overseas or out of office hours. And so to give them the support that they needed was just unrealistic in a, in a one-to-one method. A third compounding factor was, this is really interesting too, and, and we've seen this for years, is when, um, when we say something um, to our customers um, with the most endearing intentions, we'll tell, you know, hey, if you'd send out these freemium solutions and incubate and add marketing automation, they'll take it with a grain of salt, understandably, as I do with, with any um, software partner that, that I use. But when another customer of ours tells them that exact same thing, it's amazing how, how they employ and how they trust. And so Part of the, the academy and the community is also about how do we get our partners teaching new partners how to be successful with the Vanessa platform um, and for us to really just get out of the way. And the last thing I'll mention, and, and again, this is a perfect storm of all these events, was there was this thing called the COVID pandemic that happened. Um, and just like every organization around the world, we were forced into a remote work style. And our partners were forced into a remote working style. And a lot of them, um, unfortunately, had business slow right down to a halt. And so what we saw is this um, increase in um, engagement, really, is from our partners and for their customers who were also had closed signs on the doors. They said, I finally have time to learn this stuff. I finally have time 
to understand what my digital doorway looks like, or as a partner, understand what my stack looks like and really where I can be taking advantage of efficiencies or cost savings. And so we put really all hands on deck, not just to create remote tools so that they could continue to operate remotely, but also so that they could learn and and soak in all of the knowledge that we had been building and that we'd been making available to them and their customers over the last, you know, three to four years. You know, we've uh, we've been interviewing a number of people during the COVID time. And one of the things that this forcing function that COVID was for organizations was the ability to stop the whirlwind. And I, I'm quoting, you know, from the four disciplines of execution, Chris McChesney, Jim Hurling, Steve, or Sean, Sean Covey, not Stephen Covey. Um, great book around, you know, the same, same basic principles of uh, John Dewar's made, uh, Measure What Matters, but it's this idea of you've, you've got your job and your job is the whirlwind. And the whirlwind keeps you away from the things that you know you need to do, which is, you know, I need, I need to go digital with my organization so that we can conduct uh, transactions online. I think a lot of businesses wanted to move towards e-commerce, but the whirlwind kept them from doing that. They were doing yes. other things. Then there's also this thing of, well, I should learn more about what I could do to better serve my customers through digital marketing, but the whirlwind sucks me mm-hmm. in it. And as business owners and entrepreneurs, I think that those business owners have two whirlwinds. They've got the whirlwind of their business and the whirlwind of their family life as well. Yeah. And then you, yeah. th- what's left over is this learning component. So COVID comes along, we got lots more time on our hands. We actually are learning ways to be more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, you think about sales reps getting in a car, driving across town, client declines the meeting. Um <laughs> You know, you just wasted the commute time, the meeting time, everything. And you're sitting here going, oh, over COVID, I was doing remote meetings and I was able just to stack them in and talk to way more people. So, you know, it's really interesting how this, um, you said we had this event that occurred. What are you finding in the early iterations of the Academy around feedback from learners? And what are you also, because there's two, there's two customers here. There's the learners. And then there are the people that are delivering the information. And I, I think there's frustration on both ends. The people delivering the information and doing the teaching are saying, and I've, I've said this, this is why we did the podcast, for God's sakes. If I have to train on the customer journey one more bloody time, and so we were like, oh, I'd like to learn the customer journey. Listen to these five podcasts where mm-hmm. one, I pontificate. The other four, we bring in experts that validate why the customer journey is so, it's scalable. But yes. it's more than scalable because scalable is, is our win. But for the learner, it gives them the ability to learn at their own pace. Um, and in their own way. In their own like, way. In their own, you know, at their own pace, but also on their treadmill or when... Or the other brilliant thing, and we've had a lot of feedback right at the beginning, is now I don't have to train my staff on Vendasta. I can plug brand new people into this ecosystem, and that frees up time in my day to do things at you know the strategic level as well. And a lot of this was so yeah, selfishly it was really about um, you know how do we scale this, but more than that, and it was way more than that. It was how do we tell, teach people, take all of this tribal knowledge inside of the brains of George Leith and inside of the brains of frontline folks that have worked with, you know, tens of thousands of partners and, and, and share that in a way that people want to digest. So it's, it's really about 
I can grab off the shelf what I care about rather than I have to sit here and just listen to whatever the person teaching wants to tell me about. Well, and one of the other big challenges in this space that what I like about having a hub or an academy that you can put the content is that the bloody stuff changes. <laughs> and and one of the challenges we had is we're going to go over here and we're going to do this um we're going to do this course. And then the very day that you get the course finally produced and populated wherever you're going to put it, Google changes their algorithm and everything that you have in there has to be redone. And and that yeah. that is a struggle for the the teacher and it's a struggle for the learner. Um you know, that was another problem that that we believe we've come up with a bit of a solution through this methodology in this system. Yeah. Yeah. And that's always held us back from this. You know, that George is like, well, why, why do we bother putting in the effort if it's just going to change right away? Hello. That's why we're in this space. That's why we're all in this space is because it moves so quickly and we can keep abreast of these things and we can share that knowledge. So our partners can keep abreast of all these solutions and changes and ecosystem I mean, that's, that's why local businesses and, and large businesses and massive enterprises need help with this stuff is because it's not static and it does change frequently. So yeah, we did get a lot of pushback internally just on what happens if these become, this becomes out of date. Well, at least it's this current. Um, and at least we have something uh, because the alternative is nothing, really. Well, and, and the alternative is confusion. And the, the all, so first off, now we've got these lessons. Okay. I'm big proponent as you know, but then there was another magical thing that kind of occurred when we gave this ability to have a forum where the various people that were taking the courses could start to interact with the very people that developed the courses or would be developing the next course or others that had taken the course and start to have that communication. And that, that really was the, ah, the magic moment for all of us when we started seeing these, these layers of communication. And, and I think it made us respect the level of responsibility that we have for our customers because you could just see how serious they take everything. And, you know, yeah. we, we knew that, but when you read it and you see the comments and then you look at the timestamp and you're like, that was at 3 a.m. That person was either in South Africa and it was their morning or they were really up at 3 a.m. losing sleep over this question that they had. And that's why they, they reached out into this community or this forum. Oh, we've had almost, so we've had over 3,000 learners, I believe, to date. We've had over 100,000 hours logged. Like the amount of engagement in the, in the academy has been tremendous um, because, again, people finally have the opportunity to learn. But, and wh what you're hinting at is, is those community forums. Um, and we've launched now the ability for our partners to connect in a safe way and to share best practices um, and to speak to each other on what they're learning. And, and that was always something that, um, you know, we, we were totally divided on is um, some of us were like, wow, you know, they might compete against each other. They might be in the same market. They wouldn't want to share best practices because, you know, whatever. Um, but it's the exact opposite. It's like, and really, I think a lot of this came from our Conquer Local conferences. We had someone, and I can't remember which of our partners said, um, as soon as we launched this, this community, it was now rather than once a year, I get to connect 
with the Conquer Local community every single day, 365 days a year. And one of the proudest moments, I think, of this is um, one of our partners asked for help on, does anyone have any tips on sales training um, remote teams? And like four partners just layered yeah, I've done this here. I could connect with me, DM me. Yeah. I've also done this. And they're just willing to help each other and they're willing to, um, share their war stories and, you know, maybe they compete. There's just so many businesses out there that need help with this stuff that the, the pros and the positives and the ecosystem overall is outweighing anything we were worried about before. Well, and it, it was, I remember speaking to uh, Amy Delardi, who's one of our partners. She, she's okay with me saying her name on the podcast. And, you know, Amy has been in the web development business for 20 years and she has customers that know her and love her in the web, web development business, but she knew that she needed to solve more of their problems. And, but she knew for a long time. And then when the community and the academy arrived on the scene, she said, what I really needed was that push was others who had been there, done that, and what it meant to their business. And she said, by having those case studies and really having those conversations, it removed, you know, I, I talk a lot in training about removing the fear of the prospect. And um, the, the reason why people don't make a decision is the fear of making the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. So then they just are set in this place where they don't make any decision and, and they're really hurting themselves. Um, and what we're hoping to do with the courses is to remove some of that fear. Well, I don't know this. Oh, they're in the course. Now the question's answered. But then to have that learning validated by actual street level experience seems to really be the missing piece because, you know, we had YouTube channels for a long time with lots of training. I can go back and find a a Jackie Cook webinar from six years ago. Um, (laughs) but, but it didn't necessarily mean that that learning was leading to motivation. And, you know, I'm mm-hmm. quoting Sanjay where he said, you know, that you can teach him something, but it doesn't mean it motivates them to take some sort of action. Totally. Yeah, totally. And I think too, uh, some of the feedback we've got, especially in the Academy is um, you guys release so often, like we have 19 software teams and they are tasked now we're on weekly sprints. So they release often. There's always, and it's never fast enough. If you ask Brendan King, right. Um, but to our partners, sometimes they, they, you know, as much as they read, um, our newsletters and they keep abreast on what's coming, um, to be able to digest that in a very, uh, structured way on their own time has been really helpful for them to identify like, wow, you mean I have this whole CRM or I have these remote book me now tools, or I have all this for free for free, you know, why I didn't know about that before, but people are busy. Like they don't have, they I delete emails all the time. I just, you know, can't keep. So, so the academy specifically is the, the place that you can see what's really there. And we've kept up to date um, through our sort of an academy first release model, as well as now the community. You can see what's worth really looking in uh, and diving deeper into. So, in the in the strategy um, that you had for bringing forth this academy, the forum, the community, where do where do you think you are in in uh, the problem you're trying to solve. Um, I know, I know it's been early, but I think it's important for people to understand that this isn't, you know, this isn't a game changer overnight. It's a game changer that is going to have a life cycle. And, and where, where do you really think that you are in that life cycle today? Yeah. So the first problem we wanted to solve was 
how might we allow our partners who have a little bit of downtime to take advantage of this downtime with them and their staff and to teach them about the Vendasta platform? Um, the second problem we sought out to solve was how do we bring in experts from around the ecosystem and around the world, people that know way more about way more things than we do to help these partners of ours be successful. So it's really about bringing in external thought leaders uh, into this academy. So you're going to start seeing way more of that. Um, next, it was how do we connect um, and create these magical collisions of our partners to share their own knowledge of what they're learning um, with each other and um, start to sort of, you know, highlight some of the partners that are thought leaders and have been with us for a while or are totally new and they're just killing it and finding new tactics and innovative ways to, to take these solutions to market that we'd never considered. Um, I think next it's, and this is an evolution. This, 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 I don't think this will ever stop. We're always going to be building this community, but something that I'm seeing on the horizon and, and we're all seeing is um, there's an appetite to leverage each other's expertise and skill sets. Um, take Amy, for example, or anyone that sells, you know, I just sell websites, but I really know that I need to get into SEO. Um, but it's not my skill set, and I, I don't have the expertise there, or, or even something further like, you know, online security solutions or, um, you know, accounting, G Suite, things that my customers are asking for uh, that I don't quite have the capacity. And so, this idea of peer to peer, um, sharing and being able to hire out the knowledge of the peers in the Vendassi ecosystem is something that, um, I don't know, it's, it's starting to take waves and we're seeing these collisions and I, I think we can help enable it. Yeah. And not to, not to oversell because I never do that. But, um, of all the initiatives that we have driven forward, uh, together over the last six some odd years, I, it's the one I, I am the most excited about because of the ability to see the comments from the user and how it's really changing the game for them. And, um, yeah. you know, that's really where I see the game changer, the game change, you know, that old sales training thing of you got to focus, if you're in a land of plane, they teach you right out of the gate to focus on the horizon. Cause if you look at the ground, you crash every time. It's the same thing of outcome-based. If you think about the outcome that you want for your customer and you're aligned around making them successful, the, the bonuses just happen. The quota attainment just happens. It's a, it's a crazy... Now, there's a lot of work that goes into that, but if you think about that, if your goal is to make that person successful, and, and that really is the underlying tone of all of the, this various... There's a lot going on here. There's a lot of brain power. There's a lot of technology. There's a ton of money that's being spent. There's a, you know, it's, it's a big part of the hiring plan where you know, we're fortunate we were able to raise the money to be able to invest. But when you see the result at the end of the day of the learnings, it, it really is a, is a cool thing to, uh, to have a look at. Jackie, always a pleasure having you on the show. I know that there's been a lot of questions around the Academy, the um, podcast, the Conquer Local Conference, and the forum and how it all ties together with the platform. We're going to have this as a resource now where we can send people to, to, see, to hear that vision and the banter that we've had about why we did it and where it's coming from and what we're trying to accomplish. I guess now the next thing is, um, what if people wanted to offer suggestions? What if they wanted to get a hold of you or any of the team on ideas that they have to help us evolve this, um, this massive resource? 
Well, number one, I would say join it. Um, I can't stress enough how brilliant it's been for all areas of our organization. Our product managers are in the community. Our product marketers are in the community. Our sales teams are in the community. You know, um, people are watching there because they see we've actually got rid of software tools that had other channels for customer feedback, and we're only using the community. So if you want to get to the right eyeballs on Fantastic task manager and how to improve it, that is the place. As a community overall, I would always love to hear from you guys um, at any time about the direction or what we could do to make it better or things that we're not even thinking about. I mean, send me a quick email, jcook at vendasa.com. I'd love to hear any feedback. Um, it's evolving. Be patient with us as we figure this out. Um, we're just doing it again in the, in the idea that um, this is the year where our partners uh, really share with new partners and existing partners their success, their triumphs, um, and we just get the heck out of the way. And we listen and we support and we do whatever we can, um, but it's really about you guys and making you successful. So any feedback you have on that, we're, we're dying to hear it. Chief Strategy Officer, General Manager of the Mid-Market Division of Vendasta, Jackie Cook, joining me on the Conquer Local podcast. Thanks, Jackie. Thanks, George. Take care. Always a pleasure having my colleague and friend Jackie Cook on the Conquer Local podcast and a lot of requests to understand more about the online academy, the fact that we are embracing e-learning inside that academy, and to build something that really will enable our partners to be industry leading in the way that they solve their customers' challenges. The community forum is going to be that place where you can go ask other organizations that are dealing with the exact same things that you are. And uh, we're really excited about the early feedback that we have been getting from our partners around the world on the value that they're finding from the Academy. But as Jackie mentioned at the closing of her comments, we, uh, we really value the feedback and we take it very seriously and we want to understand where we need to go to solve as we move forward. So feel free to, le- to uh, reach out to Jackie or to myself and we look forward to getting that feedback as we continue to uh, groom what the Concord Local community and its various tenants will look like as we move forward in the years to come. Thanks for joining us on this week's Concord Local podcast. My name is George Leith. I'll see you when I see you. You've been listening to the Conquer Local Podcast with your host, George Leith. Executive producers are Brendan King, Jeff Tomlin, and Danny Mario. Audio engineering, Sound Lounge by T-Bone. Marketing by Rory Lawford. Produced by Colleen McGrath.